Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best-selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Okay, Anna here. So I'm here. I'm popping in to tell you I am trying out the hottest new app. It's called Wisdom. And I want you to come talk to me on it on Wednesday, December 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to be talking to my friend Joda Maria, who is a ridiculously successful entrepreneur who creates online courses and group coaching programs. But He's so much more than that. He has been very generously helping me uh, redevelop the architecture of my business, and it's so invaluable. That is why on Wednesday, December 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific, we are going to be doing some mutual brain sharing on the latest and greatest app. So I'll be talking to him about the book he needs to write. He'll be talking to me about ways to organize my business, and you will be there asking questions. It's the perfect time right before the Christmas crazies um, and perfect time to download some wisdom. So the link is in the show notes. I am so excited for you to come there. And I think I'm going to be releasing it as a podcast. So it's a perfect opportunity for you to get on this show. Very meta. Um, yes. And wisdom is like, see ya clubhouse. Nobody liked you anyway. This is like the new thing. I'm so excited. December 22nd, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Talk to you then. Now on to the show. Hi there. You're listening to Launch Your Book with Anna David. I am your host, Anna David. Every week, I talk to best-selling authors and entrepreneurs. I do crazy things. I re—I release book parties that I had with Jeff Garland. I do whatever the hell I want because that those those are the damn rules in uh, Podland. And and today, I'm answering one of your questions. And the question is: Should I create swag for my book now? Let's just say, oh, by the way, if you want the show notes for this episode, just go to LegacyLaunchPadPub.com slash blog slash swag. Uh, now, swag, I think, has a bad connotation it, it, or, or, or it's negatively perceived or at least it's incorrectly perceived. Swag has con- is basically just like free shit. That's that's what people think of it as. But but really, I think we use that interchangeably with promotional items. Now, it can be very tempting to make swag for your book, book and that there's a good reason for that. It's super fun. It's more fun than writing, coming up with like cool things and imagining everybody wearing them and 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 posting about them. So I have created swag for pretty much every book and I have wasted more money than I can even imagine on it. And part of this is just my problem. I get an idea and I start literally production of lines of t-shirts before I've even thought the concept through. And and then 
I don't really know what to do with said swag. Am I giving it away? Well, that's getting pretty expensive. So why am I doing such a thing? And if I'm giving it to, say, everyone who does a review, then then if I'm only giving it to part of the people who does the, do the review, then should I be giving it to everyone? And suddenly I'm spending thousands of dollars on things that probably will stay in people's closets and then go to Goodwill. So, and I can't sell it because it's promoting my book. So, so if I want to throw money at a launch, pl- please remind me of this at my next launch, you know, go... Don't hire a publicist that's not going to do much. Don't tell me not to make new shit. Now, with Party Girl, I really thought I had the answer because I thought I would create stuff that people really would want to wear or use. So I came up with this idea. I'm going to create a line of reformed Party Girl booty shorts. How cute. I live in LA. I could picture all these women and men walking down the street wearing them. Then I thought, I'll make pens because not everybody loves a booty short. You know, it's not for everyone. So I thought, I'll make pens. Then I thought, I'll make stickers. People can put them on their computers, on their cars. And everybody's so into declaring themselves a sober influencer today. What a cute, sassy way to do it. So I get all this stuff made. I, I have specialty boxes made and shipped to me. I have my assistant um, slash, you know, friend who helps me out come in and um, and, and we painstakingly uh, put together these boxes with the tissue paper that's the color of my company and these things. And I send them to every, quote, sober influencer I know, many of whom I know well, all of whom I know personally, um, some of whom could have made a crazy difference had they chosen to post about it. Alas, not one of them. One did. What a doll. She also blurbed my book, Erica Spiegelman. God bless you. She did it without my even asking. Everyone else? I, you know, here I'd spent like, I want to say like $25 on each of these goodie boxes that personally I would have been delighted to receive. And I would sort of be like, hey, did you get my box? Yes. Thank you. So I don't know what the message is, except don't, I, I guess, I, I maybe I should have asked and said, hey, will you post about this? I, I don't really know. So so but I am a firm believer in even if something didn't work out, there's no reason for me to be bitter about it or to hate those people. It's just, OK, that was really good evidence that I can give to people that there is better money to spend. And I truly believe every bit of effort you put into to something will come back in some other way. And I already have evidence of that effort and that expense I put into that swag that was a disaster, just ineffective, coming back. Tell you in a second. Um, But, well, here's one thing. I reached out to my friend RJ, who owns the My 12-Step store in West Hollywood, and I said, hey, do you want to sell Reformed Party Girl shorts? He wrote right back and said, sure. So who knows? Next thing, I may be the spiritual gangster of tomorrow, meaning like I have some line of clothing that I sell shorts for, you know, $90 that cost $2 to manufacture, and they're the next big thing. So I don't know. And I will say, I did book signings at the Dry Society Gala and the Voices events, um, one in Reno and one in Vegas, and I had the Reformed Party Girl stickers and pens with me, and people went crazy for them. So... Uh, again, don't know the message. For Make Your Mess Your Memoir, I had books, bookmarks made that had the book cover on one side and then the chapter format for writing, you know, what I coined as a bizwar on the back. 
And I got the idea from Cameron Harold. He talked about it when I had him on the podcast. Also, my friend Lisa Smith had done that. And and again, I'm not sure the impact that had, but it's not like it was, you know, a money pit. It wasn't very expensive. And I also had I'm Making My Mess, My Memoir, Thumb Drives Made. And I would say out of everything I did, people seem to like those the most because and maybe the moral of the story is make swag that people will actually use. So there was something kind of cool about people who are writing memoirs where they're making their message to their memoir and they can save it on that thumb drive. And, and you know, you probably, like me, use Vistaprint. It's pretty awesome, I have to say. They can make, you know, they're so good at off, like you go for, um, you know, an address stamp. And then at the very end, they're just popping up with, hey, don't you want um, your address on hats and all these things? And so so I always fall victim to that. And so that's how I ended up with Party Girl pillows and coasters that I probably won't ever use, but they're pretty cool. So, and here's what I've done in the past. Back when I was on TV regularly and I had this way more active fan base than I do, and it was a fan base that was 99.9% male because my main gig was as a sex, dating, and relationship expert on Attack of the Show, I had postcards made up of all the different activities I embraced while writing my memoir, Falling for Me, and I had them sent out to anyone who bought the book in the first week. That was obviously a lot cheaper than a lot of the other things I did, and, um, and I think more effective. So there are other things, there are things other people do, um, you know, okay, so Marion Keys, who wrote the most wonderful book, Rachel's Holiday, it's one of the books that made, that inspired me to write Party Girl. She has a long-awaited sequel, and this isn't swag, but her publisher is releasing it with a sprayed edge. So go to the show notes, and I'll show you what that is. It's really, really cool, and it just made me realize you can kind of do anything, you can do anything. Not really, but, but you could do that. Uh, Marie Forleo, who's a marketing genius, had computer wallpaper made. If you go to the show notes, you can see that. That's genius because that's like free. And basically, people put your book cover and your you know sayings from your book on their phone. So you you're basically have all these people running around promoting your book for you and quoting you. And then uh, this is, I still remember back when Curtis Sittenfeld's uh, book prep came out. I remember reading an article about how the people who worked at Random House were so excited about this book that they had special green and pink belts made because the cover has this green and pink belt because it's about being preppy. And then, and then they had them sent to media. And the reason I remember reading this is that I was so jealous. I was like, how come no publisher of mine ever thought of this idea? Anyway, I just tried Googling that because I know I read it and I can find no evidence of it. So totally possible. I That was a dream or something. But I've been bitter about it for years. So I do think it's true. Um, so yeah, book swag is so silly that The New Yorker even did a humor piece about it. Link in the show notes. And, and so speaking of silly, so people do ridiculous things, not... Uh, is that how you pronounce that publisher? They did some swag for a posthumous release of the bell jar. Now, I get that there are some dark people in the world, but really, people are going to go around wearing a shirt for a book that the, the thing it's best known for is that the author put her head in an oven? Maybe, 
Maybe that's not me. Anyway, I hope you got something out of this episode, even if the something you got was, hey, I'm not going to do any swag for my book. Thank you for listening. Again, show notes, which contain links to all these terrible ideas and more, go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com slash blog slash swag. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to launchyourbookpod.com where you can get show notes and so much more. If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.